Hey folks, this is Jesse Cope. We're back with another episode of the American Soul Podcast. Hope y'all are doing well, wherever you are, whatever part of the day you're in. Thank y'all for joining me. And for those of y'all that continue to share the podcast and help it to grow, I'm pretty much constantly surprised and amazed by that, but I'm very humbled and grateful and hope that y'all are getting quite a bit out of it. So we're going to go back at least a couple times this week and try and hit some of these presidential Christmas messages and we may do a couple other things. We'll kind of see how the how the week goes. But we're going to start, if I can get there, with a message from FDR. This was 1940, uh, yeah, 1940, December 24th. So this was the year before we entered World War II. At this Christmas tide of 1940, it is well for all humanity to remind itself that while this is in its name a Christian celebration, it is participated in reverently and happily by hundreds of millions of people who are members of other religions or belong actively to no church at all. The reason is not far to seek. It is because the spirit of unselfish service, personified by the life and the teachings of Christ, makes appeal to the inner conscience and hope of every man and every woman in every part of the earth. It transcends in the ultimate of all lines of race, of habit, of nation. It lives in the midst of war, of slavery, of conquest, It survives prohibitions and decrees and force. It is an unquenchable spring of promise to humanity. Spring of promise is their capitalized reference to Christ, it seems. I I thought that this was just a really interesting, fascinating line here, folks, from FDR. One, as always on this podcast, uh, we do our best to show the truth which is so opposed today that this is a Christian nation which he acknowledges in the very first line well he talks about the celebration that it's a Christian celebration right it is kind of hard folks to celebrate Christmas without celebrating Jesus Christ it'd be kind of like going over to somebody's birthday party that you got invited to and then refusing to celebrate that person's birthday party while you're there but you you enjoy all the cake and ice cream and chips and everything else and you spend a lot of time with other people but you never spend any time with the actual birthday boy and you don't wish them a happy birthday and really I guess if you want to get down to it you don't even acknowledge them so always fascinates me when people celebrate Christmas without celebrating Jesus Christ. But the thing that was really fascinating in these first two paragraphs is when he talks about it is because the spirit of unselfish service personified by the life and teachings of Christ makes appeal to everyone, all men, all women across the globe. And intentionally or not, what Roosevelt's acknowledging there is 
that somewhere deep down inside of all of us, we know there's something in our soul and our spirit that acknowledges that Jesus Christ is worthy to be celebrated. That Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And in particular, folks, what I think that this really outlines is something I say on this podcast quite often. You don't have to be a Christian. You don't have to acknowledge Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior in order to be an American. However, what our founders and great leaders have long acknowledged, what Roosevelt indirectly is acknowledging here, or maybe directly, maybe he put it in there on purpose or a speechwriter did, is that if we don't follow, excuse me, if we don't follow those teachings and principles of Jesus Christ, the country falls apart. And here Roosevelt's even saying the whole world falls apart. He's saying that through war, through slavery, through conquest, uh, regardless of race or habit or nation, despite rules and laws against it, the teachings of Christ survive. That's the only hope, that's really the only hope that we have that every single man and woman across the world have. And it's the only way that we can survive in America, folks, if we don't put those teachings and principles, the Bible and Jesus Christ, back in our institutions, back in our public life, our policy, our education in particularly, uh, we're not going to have a country for much longer. And you see the people willing to suffer for this across the entire world. You can look at China right now and the oppression there of Christians. Uh, you can look here in the United States and even in other parts of North America how there's constantly attacks on Christianity and people who follow Christ. And of course the reason is, is very simple if you look at it. The reason is people don't want Jesus Christ in America. Right? Because they know that that's the basis for the nation. That's where our strength actually comes from. It, it doesn't come from, you know, as Lincoln said during the Civil War, it doesn't come from our own strength and valor, our own virtue. It comes from the fact that we have tied our nation to God and Jesus Christ. And this has always been true until recent. All right, we're going to keep going. Sometimes we who have lived through the strifes, the hates of a quarter century wonder if this old world of ours has abandoned the ideals of the brotherhood of man. Sometimes we ask if contention and anger in our own midst in America are a portent of disunion and disaster. Sometimes we fear that the selfishness of the individual is more and more controlling in our lives. Lord, can't we appreciate that today, folks? If contention and anger in our own midst in America are a portent of disunion and disaster, they absolutely are, folks, 100%. There's no wondering to it. Our country is divided today by people that cling to our republic's founding faith and principles based on Christ's teachings 
and those who embrace the evil and the immorality represented by the, the values of the godless left. Those are the divides, folks. It's not Republican and Democrat. It's not black and white and brown. It's not male and female. It's not rich and poor. It's not any of those things. It's not somebody supports Trump or somebody supports Biden. It is, do you cling to those principles of Christ that founded and made this nation great, or do you reject them and cling instead to the evil values presented by the godless left? Those are your two choices. That's it. And, and FDR, back in 1940, in this Christmas message, is, is talking about the same thing. Sometimes we ask if contention and anger in our own midst in America are a portent of disunion and disaster. Sometimes we fear that the selfishness of the individual, don't, do we not see that selfishness today, folks, from people stealing and robbing in stores and cities across the country to illegal immigration, people breaking in because they think they have a right to it, to critical race theory and things like that, to, oh, just the, the worst one, right? Abortion. I'm so selfish. I, I don't want this burden and this inconvenience, so I'm going to go ahead and kill this completely innocent, completely, 100% innocent baby so that I don't have to deal with it because I don't want to deal with it. And I'm going to pretend that that's my right. You don't get any more selfish than that, folks. When we are in these moods, it is hard for us to keep from putting our tongues in our cheeks when we say Merry Christmas, for we think in thoughts of futility and not of hope. Few people are cynics all of the time, some people are cynics part of the time, but most people keep their faith most of the time. That is why we must keep on striving for a better and a more happy world. It is unintelligent to be defeatist. Crisis may beget crisis, but the progress underneath does not wholly halt. It goes forward. In a century, we have gained much. Aside from great areas stricken by actual warfare in the present moment, the lives of human beings are safer than they were in the olden days. Great and spreading plagues take smaller toll. Starvation of millions is less. The forces of nature are better controlled. There is in the civilization we recognize a greater security for the young, for the worker, for the aged. Charity, in the narrower sense of the world, helps the needy more usefully. Compared with the days when Charles Dickens wrote the Christmas Carol, we see a definite betterment. We do not claim attainment, and we recognize that there is much, oh, so much to do. Most of all, we ask a chance to do it. Yes, a peaceful chance to do it. Great little comment here, folks. Uh, all the people that complain that America is evil and oppressive and racist and sexist and uh, such a just horrible place. One, you would ask, well, there's a lot of other places in the world. You're free to leave and probably should. But two, even FDR here, uh, way back in 1940, with the world teetering on the edge of, a, of World War II, 
acknowledged how much better the lives were then than a century before. Well, and where did, where did a huge chunk of that come from, folks? It came from the United States. It came from America. We brought stability to the world. But then you have to go that last step, folks. How did we bring stability to the world? Did we bring it out of our own greatness, our own intelligence and strength and, and just wonderfulness that we are, you know, the blessing that we are to the rest of the world? No. No. I, I go back to it and I will continue again and again to go back to it because it's so poignant and so, so needed today. Lincoln's comment. We have forgotten God. And we've imagined in the deceitfulness of our own hearts, that selfishness that we just talked about, that it's because we're so great and it's not. It's because we attached ourselves at the beginning of this nation to God and the principles of Christ. As Washington said, it's impossible to rightly govern in the world without God and the Bible. Impossible. He didn't say hard. He didn't say it would be, it would be a task. He said it, it's impossible. And that's kind of what FDR is getting at here uh, in a roundabout way. We, the world was so much better even at that point, and now even more so. But we've got to look at why. And instead, what we're trying to do today is we're trying to tear down the very thing that has made that achievement, that progress, as FDR says here, to keep it from halting, to keep it going forward. We're trying to tear that down and destroy it and pretend like that's the reason that's holding us back. Whereas Christ, those teachings of Christ in action in America that spread to the rest of the world and other countries that followed those teachings of Christ, that's exactly why we're here today. We want to do it the voluntary way, and most human beings in all the world want to do it in the voluntary way. We do not want to have the way imposed on the world by the conquest of the world by the sword. That would not follow in the footsteps of Christ. That would not make for happier Christmases in the future of any nation. Mankind is all one, and what happens in distant lands tomorrow will leave its mark on the happiness of our Christmases to come. Let us make this Christmas a merry one for the little children in our midst. For us of maturer years, it cannot be merry. But for most of us, it can be a happy Christmas, if by happiness we mean that we have done with doubts, that we have set our hearts against fear, that we still believe in the golden rule for all mankind, that we intend to live more purely in the Spirit of Christ, and that by our works, as well as our words, we strive forward in faith and the hope and in love. In that spirit, I wish a happy Christmas to all and happier Christmases yet to come. A lot there, folks. Uh, again, FDR is directly, I mean, by his own words, talking about Christ, the spirit of Christ. That's where we've got to turn again and again and again, folks. This lie that's been out there that really started around when FDR was president. Uh, I mean, really, in education, as we've talked about with Dewey, goes all the way back to the 1920s and even before that. But this lie that we can have America if we reject God and Jesus Christ out of the public, out of education, it's just that. It's a lie. It's complete untruth. And it, it's not working, hasn't been working. Uh, it will continue to not work. 
as I say so often, go walk the halls of any high school in the country, really any school. Go see the pain and the heartache in little children in elementary when we choose to not follow the commandments of Christ. And again, FDR was talking about by works there, right? That's how we, we spread this light to other places in the world, to other places within our own nation. Pastor, this Sunday this week, has great, great sermon, and it kind of all hinged on our actions. How do people know who we are? By the way we act, by our character. They, how do people know what we really believe? By the way we act. It's great to talk, folks. Lord, obviously, I like to talk. I'm here three times a week with y'all, which I'm grateful for. I look forward to it. But if we don't back those words up with actions, really, the actions should be the first thing. If we want to add some words to it, that's great. But if we don't follow in those teachings of Christ, if we don't honor marriage, if we don't honor life, protect life, if we don't care, if we don't, you know, pure religion, as we've talked about here, God says is caring for the widow and the orphan. If we don't care materially for the widow and the orphan, voluntarily, folks, there's nothing. This idea about socialism, we're going to go ahead and take from you to give to somebody else. That's not kind or caring. You're not being kind or caring. You're stealing from somebody else and pretending to be benevolent. It's got to be, and FDR said that right here, 1940, voluntary has to be voluntary. You can't force people at the tip of a spear or the edge of a sword or the front end of a rifle to follow Christ. But if we don't here in this country voluntarily give to charity, give to the poor and needy, right? And follow his commandments, not just in that way, folks, but when you're talking about sex, when you're talking about marriage, right? When you're talking about abortion, when you're talking about illegal immigration, if we don't act that way and follow the teachings of Christ, then we're lost. And we are right now. And the question is, are we going to find our way back? Which side, which divide of the country, which one's going to win? The one that holds to truth and light or the one that holds to lies and darkness? That's the divide in the country, folks. That's it. But as FDR said, as we get closer to this Christmas, we need to cling more and more to Jesus Christ, because that spirit of Christ, that's where the hope is. That's where the hope. We may not have, what did he say there at the end? It may not be a wonderful Christmas, but we can make a happy Christmas if we hold on to that hope. So, as always, folks, I'll leave you with that thought of hope. And I hope that the rest of your day goes smoothly. Thank you all again for joining me, giving me a little bit of y'all's time. And... God bless y'all. God bless America. We'll talk to y'all again real soon.